luck. I'm coming to get you. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? I lied. Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease. And I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. Oh, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. <laughs> Eric Estrada from Chips. I yeah, yeah. how about that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I'm, it's got a good punchline. I, I knew someone Chipper. was doing that joke tonight. I just oh, yeah, right out the knew. gate. This feels really weird. I gotta be the host for the action side. This has never happened before. Nope. Uh, how how are you feeling, Nate? You got this. You got this. I, I, I have been just uncomfortable with talking here recently. And (laughs) then I've got to like control stuff and keep us in line. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah, but it's your fault. It's your fault today. No, this is a good fault. I'll take this all day. No kidding. All right. Well, let's do our introduction. Lay it on us, buddy. So with me as always, Charlie, who is the action guy that (laughs) I made him watch an artsy action movie. Say hi, Charlie. You can keep calling it that all you want, but we'll let you just keep going. You're doing great, bud. <laughs> all right, all right. Pete, say hi. Hi, Pete. Thank you, Pete. And You're welcome. With us, last week, you listened to Psycho Gorman. We had not the Kevin Smith on the show, but one of them. And <laughs> he is part of the Suns and Shadows podcast. So we decided to bring the sunny side of the podcast. Jeff is with us. Say hello, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. And I am definitely the, the sunny side of that duo. He tends to be uh, a bit wild. As he told me, I think he talked to you for over a couple of hours. And I'm like, wow, okay. You, you talked and nobody else did. Okay, I see how this works. He, he was a good guy. He had guest. some good we singers. He did. Yeah, he he's did. pretty good with yeah. that. He's, he did say strong. that he was the shadow, so it made sense. I was like, all right, uh, at least I finally the dark, got The dark up. side of the podcast. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So. We are so covering Jeff, I have... Mandy tonight, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. On your month yeah. of neon, Bubba. On the month of neon for a very pink and purple and bluey Red movie. and blue. Yeah, lots of pink. Yes. Yep. A lot of colors. Definitely. Lots of yeah. color palettes. Lots of weird dialogue and no dialogue and just interesting takes all together. So I know for a fact this was Charlie's first time watching it. It was. But what I'm curious about is, Jeff, is this your first time watching it as well? It is. I've had this in the collection oh. for a while. I got like that uh, fancy steel book that I was yeah, able to bust open for it. And uh, I couldn't resist. Now I finally had an excuse to watch it. It's been forever in my backlog. I mean, if I ever show off my my movie room, you'll be like, shit, Jeff, you got a few movies. <laughs> but um. Yep, I watched this for the very first time. I've heard about it for years, though, and I've always had a Shutter subscription, but I just never got around to it. Well, the Blu-ray is ten times better than Shutter because just like oh, the Psycho yeah. Gorman, I'm going to complain that Shutter's, you know, capping out at 720p is the dumbest mm-hmm. thing ever for a paid service. Agreed. And 
to send me an email saying, hey, we're going to raise your price as well. I'm like, you bastards. Mm-hmm. I know you're part of AMC. I know you got that Walking Dead money. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they're funding walking dead <laughs> right yeah it's your fault nate way to go bud you're welcome so pete yeah regale us with one of your first viewing of mandy i saw this oh i want to say like the year like as soon as it came out on dvd i i rented it from either netflix or i don't know i might have gotten it from the library uh i wasn't prepared for mandy and if I could just sum up what Mandy is, it is a, uh, a it's a threesome. If if uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Old Boy, and Colorado Space had a threesome and a beautiful bastard child, that would be Mandy. It's got the colors, it's got the violence, and it's got the weird all wrapped into one beautiful little sandwich that I just can't get enough of eating. It's delightful. Nice, nice. Now, before I get into Charlie's and Jeff's answer on this, because I'm getting looks and I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no looks? You're doing fine. Just, this was just a movie. Listening. Yeah, this is a movie that I got to experience in theaters. I just knew it was Nick Cage. It looked oh, really? trippy. So I went in without watching the trailer and like... I actually found my review from 2018. You wrote said, this review. Huh? Yeah. That okay. I had said really quick on Facebook. It was, if you were to take a metal album cover, give it a story, you would get the film Mandy. It was a heavy metal acid trip, blood soaked Nicolas Cage rampage. And That's I feel like spot on. that <laughs> is still how I feel about it. One of the big reasons I have not seen this movie since seen in theaters. And I think one of the cool things is sometimes we will watch a movie and we love it. But for me personally, like sometimes I'm scared to revisit it because was it just the high of being excited to go see it? Was it just, you know, you're seeing it through a biased lens for the first time? I mean, I bought that first G.I. Joe movie because I really wanted to believe it was a good movie when I saw it. And he was like, no, no, it was good. I'll I'll buy it. And that was a lie. I was lying to myself. (laughs) You were lying to yourself. Was that the what? Steven Summers one, or is that the original one from 86? Uh, the, the Steven Summers one. Okay. <laughs> the mech suits. It's not good. <laughs> Just making clear that you got the bad one. Yep, I so did. Many, so many I regrets in life, Nate. Yep, there, yep that's, that's 10 bucks I'm not getting back. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was $9 too much for that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I've always been a little nervous, even after like I've owned it and just haven't watched that Blu-ray. Um because I was like, I don't know if this would ever live up to that theater experience. Like how that sound system, the way these colors, the the blood, like everything. I was like, I don't know if it ever will. I will say the first half was way better in theaters than it is at home. Oh. Uh, it's a little bit of a, a drag at home. Like the colors and the sound definitely are when you're in an all dark theater and you can't look at your phone and stuff like that. You know, it really engrosses you into that world where this time around it does it (laughs) but it didn't bother me i I already knew what i was getting myself into and i got to see pete a couple days before watching it and i'd let him know i was like well one thing's for sure like i remember most of the movie so like that's how i knew the movie made an impact on me is like even as i was watching it i was like yep i definitely remember 90 percent of this like i didn't even have it like in the wrong order 
So before I get to Charlie and Jeff, maybe we should play the trailer <laughs> real quick. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, you haven't done, we're already talking about the movie, you haven't done trailer yet. So let's hit trailer. We'll come right back. Crimson, primordial sky, the wretched warlock reached into the dark embrace. His fist closed around the serpent's eye. Strange and eternal. What are you gonna do with that thing? I'm going hunting. So what you hunting? It's crazy evil. You think you're so in love? I'll show you love. Oh man, they wronged you. The cosmic darkness. It glowed from within, strange and eternal. Now, now I'm turning it over to you, Charlie. After that trailer, turn it what over to me. What took you so long to watch Mandy? Because Pete and I have been, you know, yelling at you nonstop to watch it. You guys have. Oh, um, man. And I, I kind of am like Jeff. I bought it a long time ago, and it's been in my collection on DVD, not even Blu-ray. I oh. bought it at Walmart. Um, and it's just set in my collection. You know, everyone keeps like, watch Mandy you know watch willie's wonderland or whatever it is watch pig watch this and i haven't watched any of those God, pig. and so nate pig will it. break your heart yeah yeah, yeah. it I, will so cripple you nate picked this for, uh, <laughs> for our month of neon and i was like i can't deny from what i understand of the movie it needs to be this month so i was like you know what now's when i'm gonna try to watch it now i didn't watch my dvd first i watched it on tubi actually um, so I got as close to a high def as I think of then going out and buying the Blu-ray. Um, so I couldn't tear my eyes away from this movie, watching it the other night with Jackie, because it's, it's beautiful. I don't know another experience I've had watching a movie where I am just enamored by the color palettes mm-hmm. and the scenery and everything. The beginning's very talky. Very it talky. Is. It's talky and not talky. 
Yeah, well, that's weird. It's very weird when you're right. There's not yeah. a ton of dialogue, but there's dialogue. With yeah. Not anything else really going on except and you, a lot of funky shit. Um, I I have to say this, and everyone can do whatever the hell they want to do. I am not <laughs> here to judge. I have never done drugs, so I don't understand what I saw on screen. Except there was a part <laughs> where I went, this is making me sick to my stomach mm -hmm. watching it. I was like, this is why I looked at Jackie. I said, this is why I don't do drugs. I was like, this, right. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And I was like, I, I understand where some people are like, this is the greatest movie ever since Pink Floyd's The Wall. And other people are like, what the hell did I just right. watch? It makes no sense. And then I get to the end the last half of this movie going, <laughs> yeah, that's what um, I was looking for. Right. And I, we got done watching the movie and Jackie goes, awesome kills. Don't think I like this movie though. And I'm like, hmm. I said, I don't know what I think right now. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, I still don't know what I'm going to rate this movie okay. at the end of this episode. That's fair. Um, that's when we'll get in the conversation of it all. Right. 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 Yeah. And just to let you know, this isn't my trope of, I watched the movie. I really actually did watch it a second time today. Oh, nice. To really try to A, like see if I missed soak anything, it mm -hmm. soak it in. Um, and to be honest, I feel like I need to watch it about two more times. And <laughs> Nate well, actually. Nice thing. When good. Charlie watches something, he really will watch something. I really yeah. watch the yeah. movie. You soak it all in. But you said something, and it's very poignant because today I was just thinking like, Man, how do I want to even watch this movie? Obviously, you got to watch it in the dark. Way you described the theater experience was actually what crossed my mind today. Is I literally want to take black cloth and drape it from my peripheral view all the way to my television and around it to where it's me and a tunnel to the screen mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. pure darkness. Because I think that is the actual intended way and to a thousand speakers. Yeah, just something to where there are no outside interferences to your senses. No phone, no noises, mm -hmm. like no one home. You, the movie, not even reflections on your wall. Just what's coming off the screen. And I think it would probably be a, a, almost a spiritual experience, yeah. if I'm going to be honest. I, uh, but I'll, I'll quit rambling on as there's I, more well, to talk about. I'd like to piggyback uh, two things on what you just said. Uh, so the, the color palette, what you're talking about, uh, I think it's equal to or greater than uh, what we saw in 2001 A Space Odyssey uh, at the very yes. end. As as nonsensical as that movie can be, uh, that that kind of visual, that stunning visual no, the end about. is uh, both erotic and mesmerizing or or hypnotizing at the same time. Uh, and then what you said about the drugs, like I've never done hardcore drugs at all whatsoever. Right. But when I watched fear and loathing in Las Vegas, I knew what, what it was like to be on hallucinogenic drugs. When I watched Mandy, I also knew what it was like to be on hallucinogenic drugs. Yeah. This, that was, that was done by someone that, who's experienced those, those yeah. feelings and those extra, uh, extra sensory uh, experiences that, truly like I, i'm out of control here and this is why i don't have any desire to do those kind of things yeah. uh i hate not way, being in I control of my beer. faculties yeah <laughs> yeah i i just 
as we're talking about drugs, I'm going to go eat a beer. <laughs> Jeff, how about you, bud? Well, this was definitely uh, an ordeal for me. I mean, I sat down. I actually shut off all the lights in my room. I do have a theater setup of sorts in here. I know some mm-hmm. of her hooked up. I'm still working on it since we moved here a year ago. But with the lights off, with just one little light on, just so I could see where the cats and the dog are, and I don't trip over them if I have to get up. Uh, <laughs> the surround sound on this is great. And like you guys described earlier, like Nate did, like it's like a heavy metal album come to life. And uh, at one point I was thinking like, this is almost like a Bob Ross painting if he was on acid. Like it's so beautiful <laughs> with wow, all the scenery cool. and the colors. It's it's a little jarring at the beginning because it feels like we're starting off watching like House of a Thousand Corpses. Take for instance, like it starts yep. off like a normal drama. Hey, this is eventually going to be some horror movie. And then once you hit the halfway point, it goes from what you thought it was going to be. And it goes completely crazy. And it just keep continually continues the descent down madness and how it really gets very visual, even more visual at that point where you're starting to even wonder like what's reality, what's not reality. Like when is, you know, when his motorbike gets stuck, it looks like he's in a hellscape out of like something from brutal legend, a video game from like yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And brutal it legend. just keeps going. And I just, the violence is great. I just, I love the crescendo, like how it starts off as one thing and ends a completely different thing. And just, it's completely stunning where I fall on a rating scale. I guess we'll get to that point too, but I will say I did like the movie. It was not an unpleasant experience. It was just, I never really knew what this movie was other than being told it's like a drug trip. Well, the extent of my drugs is a little 420 and it's been a very long time outside of that. It's like, Sure, I like my booze, but by the time I'm drinking booze, I'm asleep before anything like this happens. Yeah, you give me like three beers, and I'm just like, I'm nappy fellas anymore. I, I had that thought today, because I was like, you know, I can't be like this, uh, you know, I never touched anything wrong. I drink. I drink alcohol, but I went, this. I can't drink alcohol. Yeah, I've never had movie. LSD or acid before, right. so I don't know. Right. I'm guessing my- the scene that tripped you up, Charlie, was the drug scene with the cult leader. Oh, and how uh, everything that wasn't uh, the one. Uh, uh, no, it was that. It was a hundred percent that one. Yeah, where... because that oh scene my. is so intoxicating to watch that. Yeah, you, whatever they did, however they pulled that off, is like, yeah, I feel woozy. You know. Yes, yeah. it literally affected me jackie asked she goes should we be wearing 3d glasses because it's in that red oh, and blue oh, yeah and sure i was like, felt I, like that i don't yeah. know if we should honestly but she was like she that's how it felt to her and but i could not tear my eyes away from that in the entire movie but that segment exactly especially when his face and her face were morphing back and forth and believe me coming off of the month of action where i put nate's face literally on everything (laughs) i understand how that felt and i was like wow this is really trippy now i've seen nate's face now everywhere (laughs) i might have to do that picture now whenever this episode comes out (laughs) you say that it makes me think of uh slow-mo and the dread remake with carl urban exactly exactly that this movie a circumvented everything I was expecting whatsoever. Oh. When I started thinking I understood where this movie was going, 
left field. Yep. I do have some small critiques about it, which is where I'm struggling with where I am in this movie. I'm because... real curious what those are. I don't even I mean, know right it, now. I just, if I'm you just guys, I, well, I have no problem well, like, jumping right I, I into think, it. No, I got yeah. no. Yeah. Like, like, I think this is probably one of the most polarizing movies we've covered on the show. I think so. This is well, a movie yeah. that people either love or absolutely. Okay. So hate. I've never looked at any reviews or anything. Cause I, I adore this film. Yeah. Like I, and I don't give a rat's ass what anybody else says that I thought for sure was going to love it. And like when he left the theater, he's like, "That movie was absolutely garbage. I don't understand." What uh, but what was that. it? What what was, was like, it? He didn't like. Well, I think it's how slow that beginning is. It is. But like, the, well, it's so interesting too of how it doesn't like. You see their relationship, but it's nothing like crazy. It's a normal. They have dinner no, together. I they, they I disagree. Have, I think this is a a stunningly deep love the two of them have for each other. That is. Uh, amplified by some sort of past tragedy that is never uh, that's that's never addressed. I, I definitely yeah. feel I, like I they both come from tragic backgrounds. What yeah, I meant was because no one goes that crazy. Yeah, it's not that cliche Hollywood. You no. know, they had a meet cute. It's like nah, he's a lumberjack. She's some sort of artist. Their mm-hmm. paths have crossed, and and she works at a gas station or something. To yeah, make ends meet. like he clearly has some sort of history, because I mean, Bill Duke and him have a rapport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that was great. Oh yeah, Duke. Oh, such man. a great. I'm like I, I'm seeing Predator references immediately at that point. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I said. I put that uh, in our chat. Yep. I'm like, oh shit, it's the guy from Predator. There was two <laughs> names that popped up other than you know Nick Cage. It was Bill Duke. And Richard Brake. When I saw those two names come up, I was like, "Yes!" And then I got mad because I was like, "Where is Richard? Where the Brake? hell are they? <laughs> where is everyone I just saw? This was Jackie like, during Waldo? during yeah, the Rosario right. Dawson thing, where she's like, where's Rosario Dawson in this movie?'" And I was like, "Wait, she'll get here eventually. Show up. <laughs> this way, she'll be there. I but assure like, you." We know that Red definitely has like a blacksmith history. Like he has a dark past. We yeah. just don't fully know what it is. We know Mandy's got this scar. Whatever happened to her? Maybe she comes from like a domestic abuse situation and then finds the the softy that is red, the who appears right. hard on the outside. Because she has the scar when they do the flashback of them meeting, which yes. I feel yes, is very, very important. Yep. Because yep. that means he had nothing to do with that. And you're right. Mm-hmm. I think that leads to there was some past type of trauma that she and either he both have dealt with, and they are true literal soulmates which i think is one of the main keys of this movie is yeah. they're truly soulmates on when that level i i'll be i did not expect her to go the way she did in this movie no. I, like i said it circumvents everything i was expecting i was fully expecting them to kidnap her which they right. do mm-hmm. but then i realized they're at their house wait a minute they didn't leave they're at you know nick cage's house in that and then they kill her because she laughed at you, which I love. Yeah, that whole—it's so good. It's such a good scene. Oh my god! I read that the guy that plays Julian Sands originally said, "I am not doing nudity," and Cosmatos was like, "You know what? It's not that important. We can kind of imply the cult leader thing, and we can eliminate it." When they were like rehearsing and getting ready, that actor—I can't think of his name—but he uh, he goes. No, this makes sense now to me. Uh-huh. I need yeah. to go full nude. 
because that fits this character's like mentality obsession yeah is is charlie manson i mean it's totally charlie manson who who laughs at charlie manson and if someone had laughed at him would he have broken down like a little bitch like this i would have laughed at him because he's literally wearing spock robes and i was (laughs) (laughs) for me that was the only time during the psychedelic was i was like is he wearing spock's robes and i read that it's literally a reproduction of exactly no Spock. Is it? Really? Is it? <laughs> it is. Okay. This movie is supposed to happen in 1982. 80, and yeah, that's okay. when that movie came oh, out. That and he's wearing sense. the robes. So, and I was just, I, I'm a Trekkie, man. I've watched that Spock, stuff. Yeah. And he's wearing that. But I got over that real fast. And the fact that when she laughs at him. So then I'm like, oh, he's going to sacrifice her. Or she's going to have some kind of like tie to whatever this guy is worshiping that that's why there was this connection. This is, so this kind of leads into some of my issues with the movie and I want to watch it more times, but I had a problem and I think I still do after watching it the second time that the, the hell demons aren't demons whatsoever. No, they're not, but they're sold as demons. They're presented as demons they Are act they? as demons. Well, they blow a horn and they show up within right. 10 minutes. And I'm like, okay, wow. So they just called something from the dark. Well, and that's what kind of makes it cool with the cult leader. Cause it's like, oh, oh shit. Right. I, I, validity I'm, to him. It's I'm, horn of I'm, Abraxas calls you. Yes. Yeah. And also it's like, yes. yeah, it's metal. <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah. I, dude, I am totally in with the S and M looking dudes. They look like demons. They look like cinnabites. They're they, nine inch nails. No, 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 no. They're there's cin- they're cinnabikers. Cinnabikers. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Cinnabikers like from Mars, as Jeff would put mm-hmm. it. And then yep. they go, they go into the, they drink blood. So the offering they give them is a jar of blood, and they want more. Yeah, and I don't think that was blood. To, I, think I think it was, that was blood. The so that comes I, in later. It, it was alien. And they do the whole, you know, where they walk in. It's very like trippy when they go into the bedroom, take mm-hmm. everyone over. I'm like fully sold that these guys came from hell. And then later they're not, they're just jacked up dudes on mm-hmm. a wild LSD ride. And I was, I kind of went, damn it. This, I don't, this movie took, does lead you around a little bit. It leads me that there is a supernatural element. Like, is it supernatural? I, is it not supernatural? Is but it, they're well, still but scary. That's what matters. Crazy, but it's because like scary. when they appear and you have like that big trouble in Little China, like the electricity, right? Yeah, and that's all, what all you there. see. It's just yeah. like what the hell is going on right I, now? I, and how do you sold. fight these guys? Yeah, it's like what do you even do? Armor to the big so I am sold with these guys all the way up to the point where Nick Cage is even stalking them. And he rams with the, you know, God, I hate when they destroy a perfectly good vehicle, a nice K five blazer, which is an awesome little commando reference. It sure looked like the a team. Yeah. yeah that's what I thought. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a blazer, but it was black with a red stripe, yep. but I fully took because Bill Duke's also in commando. I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. that is such mm-hmm. a, cause Schwarzenegger is a logger. You know, he's carrying the log oh, yeah. out of Commando. Mm. So I get the action movie. So you're references. telling me this is an acid trip version of Commando. <laughs> it kind of is, if, honestly. If Mandy would have been 
Alyssa Milano. <laughs> or kidnapped or something like that. Yeah. But it was, and then he hits the guy, big ball of explosion, and he wakes up in their lair. And I'm still sold that these things are like juggernauts, like mm-hmm. straight up out of 13 ghosts. And then he dispatches them with a razor knife and, you know, all this other junk. And they're all, they're just hyped up on drugs is all they are. And I'm like, that sucks. That, that I don't know. Sucks. I still think it makes them terrifying still because it's just no, like, it puts, it puts so it hyped to me. up on drugs. Well, that like I, The one guy was cranking it to some porn, I think. Yeah, they were trying right? to. Yeah, the, style he from, was doing we, yes, this thing from style, Seven. Okay. Where he yeah. made that a reality, right. or was it from eight millimeter, whichever one? I, <laughs> I think it's seven. That's, I think it is seven. Like right. not eight seven. millimeter. That's a kids show, dude. <laughs> no, 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 the Nick Cage eight millimeter about snuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh no, I caught no, that no, reference. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh, well, like, excuse me. Sorry. Good movie too. Theater, yeah, I didn't realize movie, the snuff film was for children, Pete. That's so weird. What am I With the cock knife. Huh. This is definitely an eighties movie at that point. Pete's on a list. Pete's on a list. Abort. Abort. I've been on lists for all my life. In the theater, I was the only one that did an audible, yeah, when he broke the one Cinnabiker's neck. Oh, like, yeah. That was I mean, great. He I thought, did I that was and, cool. then did, and then did the line of Coke. It was like, oh, my God. Oh, yes, I am. Off of a shard of glass. Up. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I cheered this movie, and I'm like, uh-huh. okay, now you yeah. got me. You, well, like, yeah, I. Hook, line, and sinker. He's on point. full rage me. mode by then. Yeah, I get it. He's he's not expecting to live through this experience, so he's like, let's Don't go be bitches. negative, Pete. Don't be negative. Don't, don't be negative. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. There's just a little bit of humor in this, and that one made me laugh out yeah, loud because I wasn't good. prepared for it. I, I think through. I just got it in my head that there was some, like, like this dude really done a deal with the devil, but he thinks it's his god. And he can call upon these hell spawn. And I fully had that in my head. And then it gets to the end where they're like, no, they're just druggies. And it just, I just, I literally, when he, after he fought the last one at the, at the fire pit and cut its head off, which was cool. Cause he lights a cigarette off the dude's head. I oh, love that. That was, but but I'm sitting there going, well, now they're gone. I'm like, what the heck, man? I, and to be fair, it, that's kind of like the cool crescendo that I think I was a little more upset with. They should have been like, he should have took out like all the underlings of the cult, then had to face the big bads and then the leader. That's my mentality. When I get yeah, to like the end that of the been more movie, traditional but to me, it. it's traditional, too, right? Yeah. Let's you know, like these guys are got a bad batch of acid. Wasn't it? Yeah. Well, they got a bad yeah. batch of LSD, which yeah. I think is what Nick Cage actually sticks his finger in. Yes, that yeah, jar had stuff. LSD. The jar when stuff, his yeah. face melts. Yeah, in my yeah. head, that was alien dream. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so I, I got that that's what he did right there, and I was like, okay, I get that. So now he's really on rage. Um, I have a couple other small issues, but they can wait as we get a little bit further into the movie. But to me, and I know like, that kind of launches us forward a lot. Yeah. Here too, so. But like we experienced this horrific death of Mandy, of her being burned alive, That's seeing so that insane. body shake. Like it's it so is insane. so damn powerful because of how it's shot, you know, and yeah. then just and they're the expression forcing him to watch on it. Nick Cage face like 
this to me is some of like the finest acting Nick Cage has Agreed. ever done. Agreed. This is when he reminds everybody, I can act, remember? Yeah, yes. yeah. Like, definitely. like, ignore Sorcerer's Apprentice and all my other kitty comedy things and all my crap movies for the last 10 years. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, it's like he right. can turn it on and turn it off. It's so weird, which might make him the most brilliant actor ever. His meltdown in the bathroom is yes. oh god. Genius. That's what I was gonna bring up. Yeah. That was yeah. amazing. I'm like, oh, this is prime Nick Cage right here. Yeah. You know what? I'll let Jeff walk us through this then. Yes, please. Yeah, go for it, Jeff. Hit it. Okay, so when he hits the, you know, ultimately after the burning of of his wife and he goes inside the first thing he does is he's looking at the macaroni and cheese commercial on the tv and (laughs) well i like the build because he's completely in shock he has no concept of what's yes he reacted at the moment but when he finally goes inside after freeing himself from the bar boy or crucifix he's watching the tv he then goes to the bathroom he goes goes for the booze he goes to bed first he goes yeah he goes to bed and he wakes up yeah. Once he wakes up, then he goes. He has to the... that first dream, that first heavy metal right. cartoon dream. Yeah, that was very jarring to say the least. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I've oh. done that up to that point, and I'm like, "Wait, is this that, heavy metal or what am I watching?" That that it's caught totally me off guard metal. too. I was like, "Cause I, I love heavy metal. I love that mm-hmm. shit, that movie." But I was yeah. watching it going, "Whoa." we're really doing it aren't we mm-hmm. and then it stops and he goes back into life i was like ah i see what's going on now. i just so. like to think that's how nick cage dreams in general <laughs> i took Probably. what i what i <laughs> yeah. took that as is there's a point earlier in the movie uh where she's like are you awake and he's like yeah i had a bad dream i can't remember it i i feel like that's Whoa. the dreams he's having of seeing that and now we finally got to see what he's been dreaming of that he can't remember. Which adds uh, to a person haunted by their past. Mm-hmm. Right. So something else is going on and there. Then, There's a reason he's viewed like that. Because they don't really make sense. Like, she's dead. But she's not, like, charred dead. She's just, a you know, the melting skin. But she's still, you know, the female form. And then the other one they do, he is literally a, he's a beast. sleeping beast. Like, tiger dude that she reaches inside and pulls out a gym and you're just like, what is all of this? Like so good, you know, symbol symbolism Mm -hmm. going on here. I still don't fully understand it. Well, let me run an idea by you guys. All a dream when she died that resulted in a scar. If she was to be healed and this whole movie was the whole descent of what, however, he's trying to comprehend what's going on because I don't know if you guys noticed it, but there are multiple phantasm references running through this movie. Yes. Uh, not just the first really? one, but the second one. But if you kind of look at it from one perspective, you can see, like, what if this is kind of like an homage overall to phantasm? Because it starts off very much like an independent art film and it sure. goes completely nuts by the very end. And you're like, mm-hmm. right. what did I just watch? And so you know, I, the imagery I and then this that. plot device of just, hey, what if this all stems from her death and he's just going down like this horrible rabbit hole and he can't, he cannot connect with reality that way. I got that out of my the, mind right now. I got that out so, of the ending because when he's in, not the seeing her in the car with him, it right. was when they pan away from the car as it's driving you are literally on an alien planet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yep. I mean, there there are Two three moons. 
three yeah. planets that we see in the sky yeah, and I, all of the mountains are jagged mm-hmm. it, and it's not it's not hell that you know per, you know right back to be hell and it's it's very alien and i got done watching this movie going did did he die earlier see that's, that's what i wonder that, that's did he what die I thought. And that's, that's heaven i was, I was or... saving that i think he's dead at the end of the movie I truly yeah. feel that. I, I really can't do. Point out exactly where he died. Where he would have but, died. But right. there's also another thing that totally negates it is the whole car scene. This movie is all over the place. We can be all over the place. Is when he's all <laughs> bloody bloodied up and he's doing the flashback where we get to see when he met her and then she's Seven sitting the in the yeah. in the car beside him. And he does that, that stupid freaky smile. Oh, I <laughs> it's so great. I saw that. And I bust out laughing. But then the camera cuts again and to the outside of the car and she's not in there. So if this was him already dead, mm-hmm. why would she not be she in would the still car be with, with him? him? Now, that's I, what I'm saying. If it was yeah. truly him dead, she'd be in the passenger seat. One of the yep, things I right. wanted to point out, too, because I caught it the other night that I didn't catch the first time around. When he goes to the bathroom, that is when I realized, A, this is when the movie, all the movie's lighting is natural light. Yes. There's no fake lighting in this movie. Like, if a character enters a room and only the TV is on, that is the only light in the shot, which Mm -hmm. I think is a very brave and bold decision. Um, But the second thing is, when he has that breakdown and the amount of screaming that he does, he reaches for a bottle of vodka that's hidden. And that is a sign of what, you know, someone that has a drinking problem does where they hide alcohol somewhere in the room. So that also adds to his backstory, I believe, of like he probably had issues from whatever PTSD that he deals with. And alcohol was probably his coping. There's a small nod to that when he gets done for the day working at the beginning of the movie. They get on the helicopter to leave. The guy offers him a beer and he's like. No, I'm good. Mm, I missed that. And so I saw that. And normally it's like, okay, that just goes away. And, you know, she's smoking pot and everything. I was like, okay, so he's not like straight razor, whatever you want to call it. But when he dug out that vodka that was clearly hidden, like he had to move shit. I went, he's a recovering alcoholic because he turned away the beer Mm -hmm. after a hard work day. And now he's hit the bottle, which honestly, there's no fault to you, brother. You just went through a hell of a trauma but i I got that i got that on the first watch too and i watched it again the second time going i i knew that he turned it down for some reason and then he dives right back into it and it's very possible if you really wanted to go down a lot of rabbit holes that that's actually probably when he like either killed himself or something like in the bathroom Mm -hmm. You know, he was chugging that vodka like it was was, uh, like a Mountain Dew, you know, it was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, water. He was he was drinking and he pours it on his wounds, which I was like, okay, I get that. Um, But there's never a point where he stops and, you know, other than bandaging up his hand, we don't really see anything else that happens. One of the other things I have an issue with with the movie as far as my expectations was the actual ending, because. I feel like this movie should have been one night like after the attack and he gathers everything from Bill Duke, everything else needed to be in that one night because he's hyped up on a cocaine, LSD, right. all and this other stuff. At least 
one <coughs> sleep between he sleeps at yeah. least when the, once when, when the ATV twice. gets stuck I, in the mud. Sure. Yep. Well, yep. when the ATV gets stuck in the mud, he actually right. grabs a sleeping bag and when he wakes up and then he sees the temple, which bothers me for the end of the movie, which not a normal person. If now, if now those LSD dudes are just regular dudes and not demons, and there's no like spiritual or supernatural power going on, you can't crush a human head. I don't care how pissed off you <laughs> That's are. True. And I honestly had an issue with that because okay. okay, what I wanted, and this was I got this in the second part, the second time I watched it, and I'm I'm watching it, and it's it's an amazing ending, and I do love the gore. It's a great effect too. That's but so when, good. When Ugh. that when that when that guy says that shit to him Satisfying. and he goes, "I am your God," it should have been, "I am your God." Let me show you as he plunges his thumbs into his eye socket. That's what I would have done too. That's exactly. Yeah. And then you could have like even tried to like pull or grab him by the jaw or something like. And now let me see you from like, the inside like, and pull like on his King, jaw. King Kong, a, a, a dinosaur. Anything other yeah. than I can now crush your head. Because if you wanted me to buy that, he can't have that sleep from being yep. jacked up okay. on LSD and cocaine. Now he's come down and he's not carrying it with him. Yeah, I don't believe he's got, he... He's got love rage. <laughs> love rage little... gives you Nick Cage yeah. strength. I mean, it's a great ending still. And honestly, I'm nitpicking the movie right now, really. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, man, I'm one of those guys where I'm like, ah, if that was me, that doesn't quite work for me. And it's like, I need, and it would have been more painful for the dude too. Like oh, head yeah. crush, that dude's dead instantly, but you plunge your thumbs into the eye socket. And then rip still his jaw off with your hands. Yeah, me, yeah, it's like nice. the, the ripping a jaw be sweet, like in the raid two. It's just like, nah. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I turn him into a Canadian from South Park. All right, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your friend, guy. Um, but like the head crushing, because like I guess the eyes that could be like what you would expect, but like that crushing and the way that effect is, is just like, oh, oh it's shit. a cool effect. That man just crushed a man's head. Like, Again, it <laughs> circumvented right out of his skull. It circumvented my expectations, which caused a shock to me where I'm like, oh, he crushed his head. But when I'm reflecting back on it going, how did he crush his head? Like, well, he also has that deep demonic voice as well. So who's to say that he didn't take the jar of LSD with him? Which is possible, yeah. but still, even yeah, hyped up on LSD, I don't think you're going to crush a human head. He is dead. He might be dead at this yeah. time. And that's where know. I started on that, because then that mm -hmm. we see, like, yeah. that's a hell of a... Where is this place, too? Because it seems like they're all only, like, five uh, miles from like each other. feels like a fairy tale, mm -hmm. you know? That, like, too. This, this whole yes. world feels so weird. But As he's like, driving through the forest in that it. tiny lane, and there's nothing but trees on the side. It's one, it's yeah, one road. It's like Star Wars in the in the Death Star. Run. But then the demon bikers. I feel like that was in an urban setting, almost like it was like they oh. were in like a an apartment or something. I, now I thought they been... were in a large trailer park or something. That's what it's well. He like goes. To me too. That's what yeah. I thought. He throws the one down a yeah, flight of steps. Really, really weird. Nothing, yeah, there was like a whole, long. That whole apartment didn't make any sense. Much right, you know, much like The Shining, it didn't make. Because he led pipes that guy and 
They he fought does now. It, it could have been like a factory, which I'll give them a little bit. Maybe oh. there is a a mill or a factory there oh, that they're in. Okay. But they walk through the place and it's an apartment. There's a kitchen. There's a bathroom. There's all this stuff going on. And I'm just like, where are it we? It just kind of adds to the mystery, but also like maybe we're seeing like a drug fuel, you know, retelling. Of right. It, I I, I'm sure what we're perceiving is, you know, it, we shouldn't be trying to. Yeah, we shouldn't be really trying to on. draw lines. Mm -hmm. It's like the chemist, which I finally got Richard Brake in the movie. Thank God go. when he popped up. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He didn't have to turn around because he, we see him from the back, and I he went, was so "It's Richard Brake." And Jackie's like, yeah, he was "What?" So good. I was like, "I've been Man. waiting for this dude." Like seriously, I this guy is one of my favorite like secondary actors. I want I want to see him do a whole movie on his own. He's creepy as all get out. He looks like a villain. Mm -hmm, I've loved mm -hmm. him since I saw him in like Doom with the Rock, yep. you know, early on. Loved him on all that, and then he shows up, and my God, this guy is an amazing character. Like he's on drugs but he's talking to you know nick cage Dude, he's he, listening he's to him talk without paper nick. in acid with bare hands oh yeah and then he licks i don't his know fingers. a lot about making drugs but i don't think that's a good idea he licks his fingers well, you know and then if you watch his, all you know, those <laughs> like movies from the 80s like they always got their boobies out when they're doing making cocaine you're not wrong i mean so maybe you know, it's like totally fine to do that you never seen those movies? There's yeah. the, like they you know, always like, have the girls in the drug lab, and they're not wearing tops, so they can't yeah. hide. That's so they can't drugs. hide or steal any yeah. of the drugs, Boosted. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just thought it was like something they do in Scarface. <laughs> no, dude, it's so they can't steal from them. Nah, just, I just uh, figured because they're like boobies, and it's the '80s and cocaine. And I, I'll say this, and actually, to be fair, they do it. Uh, to the guys, but differently. A lot of movies, when they're counting money, those guys are usually sitting there in their boxers and uh, tank tops. They're mm -hmm. not wearing their clothes, so they can't slide money in their pockets as they walk out. Oh, well, you so got if your you watch pocket. some of those. <laughs> you ever? You don't. You don't want to put stuff in your prison. <laughs> don't, don't put stuff in your prison pocket. Okay, you know what? Maybe All on right. that note, we're gonna. We should probably go to commercial. Real quick. I think prison pocket <laughs> to a commercial is a great segue. Well timed. Good, jo good job, host Nate. <laughs> is a commercial for like prison pocket pony. Well, oh, I was thinking Let's about hot. Po I was thinking about prison. hot pockets, but I'm definitely not doing that now. Oh, hot <laughs> prison pocket. GI huh? Joe will return after these messages. <laughs> Is this thing on? Oh, hey, I'm Jeff, and I'm Kev. We're the hosts of Sons and Shadows, a podcast of two regular guys talking about our favorite canceled TV shows and movies. We're all about having a good time, remembering these shows, and exploding your mind. Come over and check out Sons and Shadows on all podcatchers or directly at sonsandshadows.com. Because we're filthy and fine. Who ate all the macaroni and cheese? <gasps> Little Cheddar Goblin! Cheddar Goblin, did you eat all the macaroni and cheese? Nothing's better than cheddar. Cheddar Goblin. Cheddar Goblin! Cheddar Goblin! Cheddar Goblin! <gasps> Yay! Yay! Cheddar Goblin by Devane has 60% more cheese than the next leading brand. 
Kids and goblins agree, Cheddar Goblin tastes the best. That's why Cheddar Goblin was rated number one three years in a row. Cheddar Goblin by Devane. It's goblin good. Now, back to G.I. Joe. All right, so Jeff mentioned it earlier. We have to dive into that of Cheddar Goblin. What the hell, man? I have seen this flipping commercial online, and I had no idea it was this movie. So when I saw that, I was like, what? (laughs) That's where this is from? Why is it? Who spent money to make this commercial for this movie? Why is this here? (laughs) I used to know the origin story to it. I forgot it, and I did not relook it up. But I know it was like they only had like a day to shoot something for this movie. And they were just kind of like spitballing ideas back and forth. And they landed on Cheddar Goblin. And I know he was made very cheaply. They were selling the actual mac and cheese. And I regret not buying a box back then. (gasps) They actually sold the mac and cheese? Yeah, they did. A food product? Yep. If if I vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah, if you uh, when when Nick Cage kills the hellscape guys and he's looking for his weapons, there are boxes of Cheddar Goblin mac and cheese on the counter uh, (laughs) in that scene, which I I thought that was kind of fun. Oh, there. Oh, Oh, these were the iron on tattoos that they put in the the steel book. So if you got the steel book, that's (laughs) I didn't have that. Mine had a bullshit 30 day trial to shutter. (laughs) Oh, I had that, too. (laughs) They got you, Nate. They They got got you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so there's like the actual goblin and then the mac and cheese box and then uh two uh metal uh logos of the Mandy title. So Yeah. I I do like and Cheddar Goblin's insane, but I did like how this movie kind of was like when it started, it was chapters. You know, the very mm-hmm. like here well, we it are. It feels like, like a novel chapter. Silver too. Mountain. Uh, it does. And yeah. I swear to God, the second one that pops up where it says children of whatever, I went, is it gonna say children of the corn? And it, but it was that same font that from the Children of the Corn stuff. Which, which Who walks the rose is the whole reason behind Mandy. <sighs> That's probably is. But then the Mandy one, and they said this is now the long the movie with the longest run before the title card. Technically, when it says Mandy is now the title card. Oh, I think I think the Friday the Thirteenth yeah. movies actually held that record for a long time. Huh. Um, but then it turns into like the death metal logo on uh, times a thousand so i was like i like this and it doesn't change after that from then on we're watching mandy which is the chaos of nicholas cage on the revenge it god i'm still like guys i'm still sitting here going i don't know what i think about this movie yeah it it takes its time at the beginning and it just does this very slow very deliberate build up yes and, they and do then this. it peaks when they kidnap Mandy and yes. Red, and then they just push the boulder over the mountain, and it is it's like the floodgates. Chaos. Are it, yeah, it's, it, it's, it, that, it's, that's how this movie runs, and yeah. it's almost exactly an hour when that kidnapping happens. So you yeah. get yeah. like an hour of slow, deliberate, beautiful, sh- beautifully shot uh, character weirdly character developing it's just not uh, standard and then, and then character bringing, development that's what's right. so strange and then bringing the characters all the characters together and then hitting that peak 
and then boom, there there it goes and, down the mountain, and no one is safe. And like, saw, go ahead. When he goes on the blood rampage, the blood starts to flow big time. Oh, there's oh my god, the gore levels just went through the roof, especially oh, like, when they the killed the second amazing. guy in front of the TV screen. And yes! was just yeah. like, I'm like. Hey, somebody was clearly a fan of Evil Dead because that's almost yes. a, a direct lift from from that. Yeah, yep. having it, all it that really blood is. splatter on his Someone face. Had a hose and just sprayed him with. And he smiles blood. at the after the blood finishes, and he just you know, shows he's his laughing, teeth, and he's like, he? Ah! Yes. he just goes nuts. For me, it's, I'd be worried about demon AIDS. Look, those <laughs> guys had to have something. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I just feel like, especially the guy with the knife cock, knife cock, like. That guy's got something. Yeah. He yeah. does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look, this movie does a really good job of making you uncomfortable, even whenever you're really into it. There's one thing about the casting in this movie that I wanted to talk about, too, because I made a comment to Jackie. I was like, this girl's playing Mandy. She looks 60 and 20 at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she yeah. She's not wearing this, makeup. Well, she's not wearing makeup, but Jackie doesn't wear makeup, but oh. she doesn't. That's not how she looks naturally. She's just never wore makeup. But this girl, I saw, I looked up her picture on IMDb. You got to, like, it had to tell me that was her. I'm like, no, no, yeah, no, it definitely doesn't no. look like. Uh, but I'm watching, and, and I'm I'm not saying that, this, oh, she doesn't look good. No, she looks good. But she looks good. She She's got looks a beautiful world, hippie vibe to her. But world weary. Mm-hmm. Very world weary, though. Um, but very much she does, an 80s look. Very much so. You're right. That is that it, nails no, it. It's an '80s hippie look because the '80s was all about the Aquanet and the and yeah. The makeup. But she's like in a Motley Crue shirt, so she's definitely a right. Little bit so on she's the, got, she's she's, she's not a valley girl. Yeah, she is. She is the precursor to Seattle grunge. Okay, you know what I mean? All right, that's all right. I'm down. That with that, that kind of how that goes. Because man, when she's walking through the woods, when she finds the dead baby deer, the deer. You know, but that it's 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 like so you, gorgeous. Like though. you guys said, it felt like a fairy tale. It felt like now a scene from you know Lord of the Rings or some shit when she's walking through there, and then it's a shocking like, well, she's really admiring that thing. I I had no like preconceptions about what this movie was about. I didn't watch. I didn't really watch the trailer. I didn't read anything about it. Excellent. I mean, there was a point where That's even I was it. like. I I didn't even know that they were a couple right off the bat. Like there's there's quite a big age difference between the two of them, which is fine. But I was almost yeah, like you're his right. daughter at first. Is it? And then the bedroom scene. I, there's no sex, but it was the bedroom scene where they're talking to each other. I went ah okay, so they're married. Well, it, I get you it. Can tell like they're so in awe of one another. And like one of the things too, like with the dead deer thing, and like her pointing out to that. If anyone has had a goth girlfriend. One of the prereqs is you have to accept that you're going to have random roadkill show up at the house. That's just Ooh, like yep. a precursor of like dead bones are going to appear. So you just kind of like, you got to roll with it. <laughs> like, Jackie's not what I would call your, you know, your quintessential goth girl, but there are some skulls in the bathroom of small animals, that, but that, she also has a very gothy snow white appeal that she literally brings home live animals. Like, and it can be anything, <laughs> a bird, a lizard. Uh, I can't even remember. She brought home a turtle once. Uh, she found baby squirrels. That would have been 10 times cooler. Possums. Because with that. Baby possums we had oh, to now, rescue. Come on, possums take. are adorable. I get that. I love possums. <laughs> she, 
she she was on her walk and a possum had been killed and she was going to move it with her walking stick and saw the belly move and found babies. And so because I had it's a marsupial. I had to go get her. Marsupial. I had to bring a box, go get her, and then she took it to the you know the humane society or whatever it was to deal with it. The and then I had to, mom? and the, metal. <laughs> I don't know. And then I had to talk her out of trying to take a baby raccoon out of the tree at our house because I, I was like, too. the mom's yeah. close by probably. See, um, the stuff so, that's alive, yeah. cool because it doesn't smell. I have smelt things, fellas. I have. Oh, I have to. No man has should smell. I have to, there's, like I said, there are skulls and bones in my yeah, house. There are, there's a certain rotten smell that, uh, yeah, I can, I can are... conjure it up right now in my nostrils. Yeah. It's, and it's I'm in my good. office it's, away from anything dead. It's stick. Mm. It sticks. It's very <laughs> yeah. sticky. Um, no, yeah, we, we have that around here too, but, but my, she's more goth snow white. That's, that's how I'll label. <laughs> white. Goth white. Goth white. Yes. Thank you. But with Red's rampage, when it happens, like, I, I feel like there is not a moment where you're like, oh, maybe let that person go. Like, it's no, this is he a does. He does, path. though. He lets he one lets, girl go. He lets like, that one girl go who is just as guilty as every other son of a bitch Lucy. in that. Yeah, Lucy, yes. Yeah. He lets he, her go. And lets, I don't. He lets two people go, you guys. Does he, he let two people go? Oh, he, he lets the, the chemist go. He doesn't kill the chemist. He doesn't kill the chemist. Because the, the chemist, chemist didn't, didn't. He wasn't directly... on the body count list. And he wasn't going yeah. to be killed. He was there for strictly informational purposes. Yeah. So he had no he, reason yeah. to kill him anyway. He, he, even though he's the literally the chemist, but Nick Cage didn't put it together that that's the guy who made the drugs that gave Mandy. That caused yeah. all the hallucination. Otherwise, he would have killed it. But the chemist is this is a very almost like D D campaign, too, honestly. Where now <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's now the one who gives him the 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 path that he needs to follow. The the mystic, even. You that, know, that's so, a good NPC he didn't kill because mm-hmm. you know, in my yeah. DM party, my D D party, we probably would have killed that guy instantly, or at least like oh. robbed him. Took all his drugs. Oh yeah, he's got drugs. Just beat him drug up. Away from being a necromancer. <laughs> yeah, he very much is like a necromancer. Honestly, when you think about it, yep. it's and also uh, back to you know since we're talking about the chemist, what the hell was that wasp they pull out of that jar that's still moving and is bigger than anything I see in element my... though? Where it's oh just my like, god, what the hell's going on? Like they like put this. drugs in her eyes, and I got that. I understood mm-hmm. that because she, the, but, the woman licks. But it. then the cherry on the top was this giant wasp. Yeah, sticking and her with. Yeah, I know there's like insects or something that the venom can cause, like hallucinations and stuff. But this thing was bigger than any. This was be. Yeah, this was a murder hornet on steroids. <laughs> you know, that's exactly what this thing was. It was a hell of a roofie for. Her. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. But I was also going like, man, she's really holding her own to be able to laugh at that dude during that whole scene too. So it's like she knows some drugs. I feel like yeah, she's, she's done been some on stuff. Shit. Yeah. Like, eh, this, <laughs> this is not nothing. her first rodeo for sure. Yeah. This I isn't you know the backstage feel. of a Motley Crue concert back in '81. <laughs> she's she's were, wearing they, a T-shirt with a pentagram on it. I mean, they were literally shout at the devil, dude. Shout at the devil. Right. I was getting ready That's to right. say yeah. shout right. at the devil. <laughs> She's probably oh. like these lightweights. They don't know what real drugs yeah. are. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what it is. 
Like, this, this, this let me like give you nothing. my recipe. I've snorted cocaine out of Nikki Six asshole. This is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, Jesus! That's the PTSD she got. That's where the scar came from. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whoops. She she didn't know he had a prince. She didn't know she had a Prince Albert at the time. So yeah. I'm fairly certain that was in the dirt. <laughs> wow, this should have took a turn. <laughs> pull out, oh Nikki, my god! Pull out. <laughs> I'm amazed. Stop we, it. <laughs> we haven't talked about what an amazing thing so far. Chainsaw fight! Oh my god, that's Phantasm Two, in my opinion. Yep, Yep, straight up. Yeah, you're right. God, I didn't even make that connection. Evil Dead stuff. I mean, it's chainsaw fight. I got a chainsaw. Hey, I got a bigger chainsaw. (laughs) I love that, and that dude is amazing looking. He's jacked. He's he's jacked. He is tall. I looked him up on on IMDb. He has no picture, and he's only been in like one or two other movies no kidding so there's nothing else i can find like i was like maybe that's a stunt dude because that happens mm-hmm. right this dude was a mountain of a man that he's wielding this chainsaw like it's it was like a, a three stick. foot chainsaw i mean that oh was yeah a, it was longer chainsaw for sure yeah it was oh, like yeah. that one from uh texas chainsaw massacre 2 whenever they have it hanging oh, up on the wall there you go you know, the yeah. giant one that's and and that dude he doesn't flinch because I'm sorry, it's not exactly quiet when you try to start a chainsaw. Trust me, just the other day I was cutting the tree down. And so Nick Cage is trying to start this little thing, and that dude's just whittling and slowly turns to see him. Uh, it doesn't yeah, like yeah. jump it's up. Like this cockiness to him of yeah. like, eh, like, I've got a bigger one. Shut up chainsaw doesn't start on the first pull ever. His did. That that Ooh. dude was just got done. That's a man who keeps his yeah. chainsaw well oiled. Yeah, yeah that's true. it, man. Trust he me. takes it to bed at night. He takes care of it. That's right. He goes to sleep with it, as he would eventually oh, yeah. do. So hey. later yep. on in that fight, the chainsaw, the, the chainsaw's <laughs> he family on top of it. He mounts yeah. his chainsaw, and that's <laughs> great. I, I I did like that, and I love that Nick Cage doesn't start his right away, even in the fight. Like he's using oh, yeah, he's more still trying to de- start defensive. It, yeah. Trying to start it, and he gets some good cuts. I mean, Nick Cage is actually pretty damn agile, but you also have to be reminded he's a lumberjack too, so he's not exactly a weak, he, he knows skinny use, guy. Uh, you know, right, he knows how to right. use a chainsaw. Yeah. Apparently, he knows how to fight. You know, he does forge an axe, which okay, maybe that's not exactly how you make an axe if you're really trying oh, to forge no, one. Not at all. But it <laughs> looks really, really cool. Yeah, but for if you a saw movie. that axe coming at you, you'd be like, "All right, I messed up." I, it like, was an accident. Bye. Right. <laughs> I that didn't know he was going to burn her alive, dude. I'm sorry. That also kind of leads me to where I'm like, really, what is the time? Uh, the timeline. The timeline here, because he polished that damn thing. You know how long it takes to polish that entire piece of metal? He was to a on a love finish? rampage. <laughs> well, when he dropped it on the ground, it almost sounded like it was not really like steel or anything. It just sounded like an aluminum prop. Yeah, it, it there, there are, was. somebody I've needed seen. to go back and redo the sound for that. Now you can <laughs> buy the beast as well. Yeah, I've seen that you can oh, buy what? the beast. You can buy that. You can, even, you can you get can a beast. Uh, you can get a beast keychain too. I think uh, somebody yeah, makes way the key cheaper. <laughs> That's also, cheaper, yeah. it's based off of the F from Celtic Frost, the Death. I metal know, band. which is so cool. I love it, dude. It's I, so metal when you <laughs> make an axe based off Tom G. Warrior. Oh yeah. <laughs> dude i listened to some celtic frost back in the 90s man it was some I good got to, shit. i got to see celtic frost last year 
No. Well, yeah, well, it was like Tom G. Warrior doing a Celtic Frost tribute with Triptychon. Close enough. And then enough. the next night, I got to see him do a Hellhammer tribute, which is Cl- like, Close enough. It is. That I counts. got to see the dude do it, so. That counts. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen it, but yeah. that, that t- I love it when it was just some good, like, old 90s death metal references. Yeah. I like, yes, I love it. The music in this movie, speaking of Celtic oh, Frost. Oh, the score. I, I want the soundtrack and score yeah. for this. I can't believe that they, there isn't a soundtrack for this. It's shocking. They, they Somebody called really... Mondo or like La La Land and right. Mondo. Get the going, man. Hey, Mondo, yeah. make me an LP. Come on. They did re- $70. They released uh, <laughs> the Jeremiah Sands song he plays her during the uh, psychedelic part, and it got it's to so like funny. number two on Spotify or something. Like people Are were literally I downloading that because, like, God, the second time it? I listened to it, I was like, I was actually digging on that song a little bit. I was like, Yeah, shit, okay, this thing actually is really good. No, not not my flavor <laughs> of music. It was Do composed you like the well, Charlie. Yeah, not really. We got Shadow really Mountain, nineteen eighty three label. Yeah. Never really got into that stuff. Again, man, not 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 a not a druggie. For me, know, though, like, I thought they were actually going to play the Carpenters. That's, what, that's I what I thought. Was, yeah, yeah. Like, when it started, Carpenter man. Well, I I can dig that for not yeah. listening to the Carpenters for a minute. I was like, Are, that's the Carpenters, right? And then no, it says Jer- no. he, he says his name in the song Jeremiah yeah. Sand. I was that's like, that's what oh. it clicked for me. I'm like, I don't yeah. know this song. I was like, this is. <laughs> But second time viewing it, I was like, yeah, Jeremiah Sands. <laughs> no, no. If you fell into it. I did, man. You're getting the, you're, the score itself is a beautiful, like, I could drive around at night and listen to this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A full moon night jamming to this entire soundtrack. And the pale, pale moonlight. The pale, pale moonlight. No, not Highland <laughs> 2. Stop it. <laughs> pale, pale light. Um. <laughs> railroaded us nate way to go that's not Sorry. the host is not supposed to railroad the show you're nope, supposed to write what, the track his host does <laughs> i do it on my own show it's okay it's fine. <laughs> what even is a show uh it's just us bullshitting about a insane movie I'm nate so picked. sorry oh, yeah. everyone Did uh, anyone get vibes of uh like a pedophile candy van when the tiger <laughs> was up against the moon toward the end you know there's a i haven't i don't know is this a there's thing a lot of tigers there's a yeah. lot of tiger things and it was funny because i i did I, I read some stuff afterwards that the tiger that the chemist has was really supposed to be a lizard which is why it was named lizzie oh. and richard brake walked on the set to film that scene and he looks and the director goes yeah we changed it to a tiger <laughs> and that's all they told him. It's the exact same lines. <laughs> Richard Brake thought it was supposed to be a lizard, and its name was Lizzie. Makes sense. And Richard Brake walks in and goes, "Hey, that's oh, a tiger." <laughs> I'd be stoked because that means I get to be on set with a tiger today. <laughs> mm, that's pretty. Cool. What was even funnier was I kept calling uh, Jeremiah Sands, Siegfried, or Roy, whichever one is which, and I was cracking I no Jackie up, and then a tiger shows up, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, how close could I get with that? It was so good. But back to what I was going to say is, are cults really just sex cults? Is that yeah, really what are. it's all Pretty about? It's all about one dude wanting to bang a bunch of chicks. That's that's what it always boils down to. 
because I'm but like, it's gotta have it so bad. Yeah. Right. I gotta have her or send in, you know, I forget what her name is, but the, the one girl, the innocent girl is what I call Lucy, her the movie, Lucy. And you know, he's like, send her in, you know, do all this. And then the, you could tell that the old woman was jealous of the younger women. Like that oh, was sure. me. I was his muse. I, I was you, all uh, this. I was the most sensual lover he's ever had. That was and, so weird. And now I'm end. drying. I'm now I'm drying up. Did you realize was... who that was though? That old woman. No, no. She was in the new terrible Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. She was the one that played Sally. They're all that terrible. Is not, not Sally. What? Yep. That was the the Sally replacement. That's the, the shotgun the Sally Ranger. at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Shotgun <laughs> Sally. Oh my God. Because it was is at the end in the temple where she's trying to seduce Nick Cage and she's like, I can anticipate my lover's moves. I can do all this other stuff. And let me tell you something. I loved not seeing her kill the kill. Yeah, no, but him that was perfect. In with the head. Yep, was master kiss. Just that was a bitch please moment if I ever saw one. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And how? I mean, I love. I got confused though watching this movie, and I I know what it is now, and I know it's Willie's Wonderland that Nick Cage doesn't say a word correct in that entire movie. I thought that was Mandy originally because mm. I've not seen both, uh, and so I was watching this going, "Wow, he talks! Wow, he got really pissed off about his shirt getting ripped. You know, that's my favorite shirt." And, <laughs> but it does get to the point, like at the end, where he, especially from the chemist on, he, he doesn't say shit. No, he like almost an hour he says nothing until he has the standoff with mm-hmm. uh jeremiah with, where he's like with i the, am your god jeremiah's you know. little little bitch jeremiah was a little bitch jackie yeah, started jeremiah. singing the bullfrog oh, oh. thing she heard his name saying oh, jeremiah was a bullfrog um you got no balls to call him anyway. he was naked at the end it's like he, this guy loves to be naked, and that's a hell of a temple. Is he naked at the end? Yeah, he's Not totally at the end. Nude. He was wearing like uh, this tidy wings. Dude, he was yeah. bare ass up against the wall. Hmm. He, when Nick Cage, I thought he was tidy whities as well. So, no, yeah. he comes walking through the doorway Maybe. and he's like, I'm not going to rewatch just a verify. <laughs> it's like he's touching all of the walls and he thinks it's her that walked in. Dude's mm-hmm. bare ass naked. And then we don't see him from the waist down afterwards because basically, you know, he's arguing with Nick Cage and it makes that Pete's favorite line in this thing, which is what, Pete? Please don't kill me. I'll blow you, man. I'll suck your dick. (laughs) That that totally works. It's the best little bitch. Like, I am so powerful. Hmm. And all of a sudden... Somebody's more powerful than me. And, and I then become... he tries to spin it again. Like, I am more than you. Right, and that's right. when Once he finds you know, out that he's like sucking his dick, isn't going to get anything done. He's he well, reverts back to, to me. That was the same me. thing. The yeah. guy in don't drink your juice in the hood tried to pull off as well. If anyone remembers that. <laughs> God, I haven't watched that movie in forever. Way to, way to pull a deep reference there. Oh, wow, yeah. I don't know that one at all. <laughs> <laughs> Old Wayne's brothers comedy. Yeah. Oh, don't be a menace. Yep. Yep. Don't be a menace while drinking your gin and juice. In the hood. Yeah. Well, I can't remember. It's been a while. It's ridiculous Good pull, Nate. Title. All right. We're going to end it on the uh, dick sucking part and get into the things, boys. Yeah, you know it, man. That's how we're going <laughs> to right on. Yeah, boy. <laughs> 
Yeah, getting it real. It's like with anything else, this is awesome. He lives in a hellscape that I still don't understand. So let's do the body count. Yeah. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. There's a lot of blood. A lot of blood. Uh, But the body count's 13. Nice. That's that's more than I would have thought. Well, okay, so all the biker, all the there's bikes. like there's four bikers. There is got, Mandy. Uh, got Mandy. All of the cultists. Um, the two, yeah. the couple that the hell bikers were in. Did those yeah, the, the two. I okay. think I think that's what's counted. Okay, because they right. were in someone else's home, which is also weird. Why would another couple be living in a mill? I don't know. But anyway, there's 13. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not small and for, especially for, you know, somewhat of a low budget movie, you know, you know, minimal cast. I, I think it definitely like surpasses your expectations on that. Cause I remember even being a theater, like what if this like doesn't pan out like I want it to, you know, like yeah. just that nervousness of like, Oh no. But then once it ramps up and he's like, you know, He's using the beast to cut off heads and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, no, I'm getting what I wanted out of this. Absolutely, yep. so, uh, you know, and you know, you forget about little things like the 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 fat pig they called him, the the blonde curly hair, mm-hmm. yeah, guy. definitely, oh, and right. the biker grabs him by the head in the in the window, and he just pulls him into the darkness. Which again, Charlie's sitting there going, "Yeah, these demons are badass," and then it's they're not demons. <laughs> but well, that's actually like foreshadowed demon. because um basically jeremiah says and take the fat one too for a sacrifice yeah. so well yeah they, this so the first time i watched it i didn't catch him saying that so when yeah. they took the guy i went ah when i watched it the second time where they're literally like making fun of that kid mm-hmm. i was like okay because he doesn't fit any of the you know personalities Ooh. that are there and, you know, you're basically like he he is sacrificial. So one of these about- is not like the other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, wow, this dude's got weird taste in people. So let's talk about our favorite kill. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs> I love that line. It's so good. <laughs> all right. Who wants to go first? Not He's me. shaking his head. No. <laughs> He's like, no, I got to remember hey, what. I forgot about this. I got to remember how people died in this movie. <laughs> Jeff, you're the guest. Would you like to go first? I like probably. I'm gonna go with the Mandy kill, honestly, Ooh. Ooh, because it's a, it's way more uh, torturous, and it that's the moment in the film that break it hits the heartstrings too, crushes your heart, and visually it's also very impressive. And as the body bag or the sleeping bag <laughs> starts to disintegrate, you see the lips and the teeth. And later on, you just see yeah. the ash on the ground. And it's just, oh. that's the one that like sticks to my head. But I also, one of my favorite kills is him just lopping off heads. So whenever he was yeah. lopping off heads was just dandy by me. Probably when he did the final battle with the last biker mice from Mars guy by the car, just <laughs> yanked and the head came off and then lit the cigarette and we were on our way. Yeah, that was a baller move right there. I did enjoy mm-hmm. that. So Pete, do you have yours yet? Oh, sure. All right, Pete. <laughs> I want to say it's the last, like, the head crushing, but one of the most satisfying is when he shoves the butt end of the beast into 
Sans mouth is that? Oh god, or not, that's not. Oh, so, uh, and he does it kind of slowly. Yeah, and it's the, so satisfying. Like you are such a prick. I mean, the guy's trying to talk too. Like he's talking I, like, shit the whole I, time. I, I I will be at the side of the whatever savior and blah blah blah. Well, that yeah. guy certainly Choke. liked to talk, so he had to deep throat that bad boy. Oh, he, yeah, he did. absolutely <laughs> did, and he choked on his own uh, blood. Yep. And it's just the amount of blood that starts to spew out of his mouth oh, it's, as it's it goes wonderful. further in. It's it's real good. And the real look painful. on Cage's face as he's doing it too, which is yeah, amazing. loving it. That's my that's mine. Good one, good one. Well, Charlie, what's yours? Um, the one I cheered the most for was the tweaker kid like cleaning the car and the oh. beast comes flying out through the air <laughs> yeah. and stabs brilliant. him in the top of the head. Oh, it's and so I was good. like I was like, yes. And then I got <laughs> done going, man, why didn't they like have him sneak up behind him and like swing it down and pin his head to the car? But then at the end of the movie I realized, oh, he needs to drive the car away. So they didn't want to do that much damage you to the vehicle drive a car away with a I, head attack, I was trying i'm trying not to change that would have been dope kill. too I, oh, yeah. see again i kept going i would have done this and i think it would have been more <laughs> badass because you could have left it on there like a hood ornament from death proof and just know, had that kid's head, head on there <laughs> the the beast is super heavy so the fact that he probably overhead tossed it oh it was straight up totally, into that guy's two head arms, totally yeah. two he guy. has yep. played the the lumberjack games you know with the caber tosses and <laughs> yep. chopping logs <laughs> he two hand over the head into the bat and it was the pointed end of the axe hit the kid in the head boom done and i was like steer right it, that <laughs> one for me that one that one got the goosebumps up when I watched at the it. fair and then that's how he won a plush cheddar goblin to take home to mandy <laughs> this was what preparation for pig i'm assuming then pig, right? yeah because yeah. that pig was right after this yep all right nate what's yours bubba up, well it's the one that made me cheer in the theater it's the one that made me cheer last night it's when he breaks that neck and the look on his face of victory, ah, uh, it's it's, like, it's yeah. simple, but yeah, it like is, it yeah. is really that the one is where he almost orgasms? What's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he might as well make He's the like, face, oh. yeah, and then does a no. line of coke. It, it it might as well be That's, straight yes, from a Johnny Cash it song. It really should. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> I just orgasmed that, and did a line of coke. That's see, that Johnny caught Cash me song. off guard. The biggest thing, other like I saw that you know he drinks the vodka. And I was like, okay, he's recovering alcoholic. But man, when he snorts that shard of glass of cocaine, he, and he walks, he yeah. Well, he also does the really good uh, imitation of it as he walks into the kitchen, and you hear, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, somebody's really good at method acting. Uh, <laughs> That's a person with experience, <laughs> right? Right. Nick right. Cage might know a thing or two, and that might explain why he's bought like dinosaur eggs and. Pyramids or whatever the they hell sold all of his comic books. On. Superman yeah. number one, uh, long hair. Number Superman. one Elvis fans. So you might as well marry his daughter, and then get divorced in two months. What a uh, life! In that moment, he was our Superman. That's right. <laughs> so awesome. That's that's really good. Well, all right, now well, we gotta get into the Allianz. What God, are we gonna this rate is... this bad boy? I'm curious, yeah. Pete. 
What are you giving this? This is a solid recommend. This came out in a time when a lot of the uh, folk horror was out. And I think this kind of skirts that folk horror, folk horror action sort of thing. This movie is almost undefinable as far as a genre. Uh, Mm. And I, but I adore it so much because there's, there's, there's so much good violence in it and there's so much satisfying revenge so it's it's a solid eight and a half. Please go watch this movie. Nice. All right. You know what, Charlie? I'm gonna have you go next. What? <laughs> yeah, because I want Jeff to be like the guy, uh, then me. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Plus, it's fun just to look. You go. All right. I've watched this movie twice. I've now discussed it with my buddies, and I still have no idea what I want to rate. That's it. literally what I'm sitting here going because <laughs> I get why you picked this movie. I get kind of why it's in the action slot, which it's fine. You know, we were we were being a little loose with the rules this month anyway. Plus, we just had a whole month of action, so I'm not overly upset. Um, it, it's a beautiful movie. It, I True. truly could not tear my eyes away from it. Second viewing, obviously, I wasn't watching it at night, which, again, I totally recommend if you watch this, it has to be, like, pitch black dark. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm really only watching it the second time to just make sure I haven't missed anything, to make sure I kind of understand the plot as it went through. Not that I'm trying to actually, you know, decipher all of the rabbit holes. I, I think, safely, I'm going to rate this at seven and a half um upon more viewings that may go up it won't ever go down from there yeah it's um, still higher than i expected because there was a part of me went oh charlie's gonna absolutely hate this movie mm. but then like as i was re-watching it i was like oh wait no there's a lot of good here that he hates this <laughs> there's enough to latch on to that, yeah that, that, i was like when the beast hit that guy in the head i went if charlie hates this then there's something broken. <laughs> this is one of those things like I'm I'm not afraid of a of a dialogue driven movie, which obviously, you know, we just did the grindhouse movies with Tarantino, very dialogue driven and death proof. And I was also kind of reminded watching this movie of how how you guys described watching Steel Dawn. And then I watched this going, yeah, there's not a lot happening. There's not a lot happening. Oh, there was something. Not a lot happening. Not a lot happening. But I'm so engrossed in the world building in this movie, I was excusing a lot of the time it took. It's a two-hour long movie also. Like, yeah. I saw that. Long, yeah. yeah, it's weirdly long. But I don't really hold that against it. So I feel like I'm being really generous at seven and a half. Um, maybe if I did drugs, it would be a nine, but <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick with seven and a half alleons. All right. Respectable. Jeff, what about yourself? Because this being your first time watching it too. So I'm, yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I'll get to my score in just a moment, but the only a couple of things I would say is I love like the homages. It's a beautiful film. You just have to understand going in. If it starts off like an independent art house film and it ends up in a very different place. If you walk in blind, you're going to feel like, when is this movie starting? When are we going to get moving? Where's the story? Hey, like we're already doing bad things to our characters yet. We barely know anything about them other than they're a couple. So I can totally get how like the slowness can 
kind of be a little jarring, but stick with it. This movie is an experience. It, the narrative, it plays off itself exceedingly well, and it's a fun time. To the credit of the two-hour runtime, I do feel like you could have cut about 10 minutes out and it might have tightened some things up. However, I'm not going to hold it against the movie for doing that. This was definitely an artistic choice to how it was built and how it played out. And I had a fun, fantastic time. I loved the homages. I loved the influences. I just overall loved how metal this was by comparison to something, say, like Deathgasm, which is just a little too goofy for me. This is a little more my wheel well. It gave me a little bit of everything that I like out of a movie in one movie. So it's kind of trippy, but I'm going to rate this at a solid eight and a half. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nate. All right. This is your pick, bub. This is. Um, this this yeah, kind of set everything off, too, honestly. Yeah, this like, is kind of like what ushered in me wanting to do like a synth-esque month of neon and just weird right. colors that I adore so much. Um, I'm so glad this movie still held up on a second viewing because it was one of those things that I held so close to my heart of like, man, have I blown this up too much now? Like, have I hyped it up too much even to Charlie? Um and yeah, like when I watched it, I did watch it at night. I tried to make it as dark as possible because I wanted, you know, to really be engrossed into the movie itself. Mm -hmm. And that that first hour does drag just a little bit. Once you get introduced to the cult members, it definitely picks up for sure. I mean, we're just I'm yeah. just repeating what anyone else has already said. Um, but it, it's a total nine for me. Like I, this is like. As much as I love Pig for a totally different reason with Nick Cage, like this movie is a ride and a half. That final shot of him walking away from the burning church, yeah, and how loud and how vibrant it is, and it's just yeah. so badass at the same time. Like uh, Panos, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Cosmatos. Cosmatos. Uh, his dad's the one directed Tombstone, so the money. Mm -hmm that he got in the inheritance from that is what paid for Mandy. Basically that's in yep. my canon. Yeah, um, on. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I like, I want to see him do other stuff. Like I know he's only got one other movie and I haven't watched it. I did almost watch it last night and it's just like, I think because it doesn't have Nick Cage in it. I'm like, Oh, like what if it's not as good as Mandy? Cause I, I have a feeling it's not going to have an ax getting thrown in the people's heads <laughs> <laughs> or chainsaw fights. Right. But yeah, like I, I really adore this movie, guys, to the point where like I even got my little red guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, you got go. red. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. red. That's awesome. So yeah, that's it. I'm glad everyone really liked this movie, though. I that's whew, relief when I do when I pick a movie. Yeah, right. Good but, choice. Oh, totally good. So Nate, uh, you want to do your trash review, bub? Yep. Yep. You know it. we got to do a trash I, review. I don't uh, want this to happen. I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over the all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I smash the guy on the head. Oh, that's gonna be a disaster. <laughs> all right, this comes from J Dub ten fifty six back in twenty nineteen, who gave it one out of ten and said easily one of the worst movies I've ever seen. He's Don't stupid. waste your time with this turkey. It's terrible, just terrible. The common theme among positive reviews seems to be it had a chainsaw fight written in all caps or it had lots of colors. Neither of these statements are indicative of a movie's quality, 
only the amount of pot smoked by the reviewer. <laughs> I was totally sober. I just really like colors and chainsaw fights. So <laughs> suck it, nerd. <laughs> what was that? Was that your addendum to the review? Yeah, yeah, that was mine. Like that okay. was my reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where the old the other one ended and Nate's begun. Yeah. Because <laughs> Nate did say he reviewed this way back in on Facebook. I'm like, are this is this getting real meta all of a sudden here? No. Suck it, no. nerd. I, I got me my, <laughs> my metal movie. It's fine that Jeff mentioned Deathgasm because that's my birthday pick for September. So Yeah, we we're covering yeah. that here pretty soon. So it's still a fun uh, movie, but it is. Oh yes. Another movie that I, mean, I wasn't fully un- expecting, but it was good. Um, so that's so that's our, that's Mandy. Yeah. We did it. We did, did it, it, Mandy. Woohoo! We are now halfway through our month of neon, so <laughs> we have two more selections to go. We are doing Neon Maniacs, which is a cold watch for all three of us. Mm-hmm. That should be interesting. I enjoy that. Yeah, one. It, it is a tr- it is a true eighties movie and. Yes. We picked it for the obvious reason. It's called Neon Maniacs, and there's a lot of wild <laughs> colors we saw. Uh, and then we round out the month with Turbo Kid, which yes! obviously there's no doubt that that's an action movie so and why it's in this pick. And it's one that while Nate curated this, it was one of those where I'm like, we should put Turbo Kid. And he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Turbo, <laughs> Turbo Kid was going to happen regardless. And yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. one of the cool things is like having Kevin on the show last week for Psycho Gorman. Just today, the director of Psycho Gorman, apparently he's had another movie he's already wrapped up called <gasps> Frankie Frico that's been announced. So Psycho Gorman and Frankie Frico. Hmm. Frankie Frico yeah. is going to be a Gremlins-esque movie by him. <gasps> but the, the tiny cinematic little... universe continues. Yep. Oh. And the tiny little monsters are going to be party animals. So I am yes! fully on board for this. I'll check I, wonder that we, I wonder if we get a version Damn of Jack right. Frost 2, Nate. Right. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that episode was a lot of fun with Kevin. This has been a blast with Jeff. Jeff, would you please enlighten us about Sons and Shadows and Epic. everything that you guys do? Yeah, we do a canceled podcast show. We What we talk about is largely canceled television shows from like any previous era. We like to talk about, like, say, Briscoe County Jr. to Ash versus Evil Dead. So, yep, Max Headroom. That's one of our actually most popular episodes. So definitely check that out. We have a YouTube channel where we do like movie reviews. They're long form. So if you're looking for 15, 20 minutes, that ain't us. (laughs) Uh, You're you're in the wrong place. We start off like that, but we eventually were like, this feels way too abbreviated. We're not really getting a chance to talk. So we ended up moving on to uh full movie reviews and we have a great time and maybe we'll have you guys on at some point for some yeah, of yeah you guys just yeah. had a banger of a month on there as well starship oh, yeah. troopers demolition mm-hmm. man like absolutely some great movies when that announcement great. was made of that whole month line i was like oh these are all awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we feel like we're really hitting our stride and we got some great movies and like hell our terminator episode is over eight thousand views and it's like what <laughs> it's fantastic right up our alley so awesome yeah everybody needs to go check out sons and shadows you can find them on facebook and instagram and all the other places that you find us which is also where you can go and find us over at give me back my action movies the facebook group give me back my horror movies the facebook group we are both on instagram we are on tiktok x x now uh mm-hmm threads Twix. uh i really feel like now we're just making shit up as we go at this point. <laughs> that's really 
it does it's going to change we're all again on next X week, now. which is gotcha. why i always say we're on blib blam and blah blue and all the other social Please media pass places the blue blogs yeah pass <laughs> the blue blogs uh rate us five blarks uh it's the best way to go so yeah, we are everywhere that crack beat up on that one. Wubba lubba dub dub. Wubba lubba dub dub. Uh so yeah, good times. Everybody go check us out. I guess I get to do the thing, don't I, Nate? Yeah, you do. Oh yeah. Nate, you wanna get us out of here with a good word, bub? <laughs> are your neighbors gonna call 911 on you? I'll just say I was watching Mandy. Okay. Maybe a help. I'll call 911 on you. If it was up to me, I would just scream the entire episode. But I feel like about three minutes in, people probably would just shut the podcast off. Uh, yeah, I, I would have left, I'm sure. I would have I yeah. expected that or him just going, that was my favorite shirt. That was my favorite <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I should have weird, worn a Willie's Wonderland shirt. sexier than a gal wearing a three-quarter length t-shirt with uh, no yeah. pants? It's uh, called yeah. a Nick Cage and Tidy Whitey's in a Raglan. That's really sexy. Mm. You know, if you look real close, his underwear is yellow. And if you think about Ew. it. Well, no. you know, he's had you a long night. He's, you would have pissed yes, yourself outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah, so I was watching that and I was like, I don't think it yeah. was yellow when we started the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ended on that.